Okay, hopefully we didn't make a mistake last week and say everything we know about the Holy Spirit because we still have to talk about it this week. Yeah. But at least we get two other people to join in. That's right. It should be it should make it easier. It's like you, Father, mm-hmm. Son, mm. and our audience is the Holy Spirit. Wow. The Holy Trinity of podcasts. Wow, it's all right here. On For the next 20... 20- so, so this is like our own feast day then. We're all living life in the Trinity. Correct. Every single day. Right. Even recording podcasts. Welcome to the 23 Podcast. It's the month of June. Oh my gosh. We are crazy. in the home stretch of your first year wow. at John the 23rd Parish. I feel like we should celebrate a little bit. Mm. Get a cake. Maybe yeah, cookies after mass. Maybe clean your grill off that you never use. Yeah. Cook, a, might, cook a burger. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I don't use it, because it would be a burger. A booger? A, a burger. A burger. One. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, yeah, that would be sick. I mean, I'd come over. All you have to do is invite me. Oh. If you're cooking and yeah. buying all the food, oh. I'll be there. I guess I never thought of that. <laughs> it's called friendship, Father. It, you have people that you care about in your life that you invest in relationship with, hmm. and then you call them out of the blue to come and hang out. Wow. Is this one of those pot calling the kettle black kind of things? Oh, no. I have no friends at all. Oh. So, yes, it is. Well, I, I'd come over if you invited me. Oh, would you like to come over? That'd be lovely. No, it would have been better if you said, no, I'm sorry, I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's well, good to be with all of you. Oh, you had something. Well, I just, we, we both made it clear we have no friends. So I think we're, apparently we're both very free. <laughs> if anybody would like to be our friend at some point, that That's would right. be wonderful. Food is required. Hey, uh, speaking of friends, mm-hmm. we've got our vacation Bible school coming up. And this is great. a great way for your kids to invite some friends to church. And hang out for a week of this summer. Yeah. Our Vacation Bible School, it's been a few years since we've had it, only because of COVID and lots of other things. But... So it's, glad it's back. Oh, my gosh. It's always been such a highlight. I can I can still picture current high school students at this parish when they were like in mm. kindergarten at Vacation Bible School. Nice. And probably a lot cuter back then. No offense to the Definitely. high school students. Uh, but, you know... We've, we've been doing it for a long time, and it's just a great way. My kids did VBS, and they really loved it. Um, I don't think it was invented when I was a kid. The Bible? The VBS. You're that old. Yeah, that's right. Wow. What did you do for, like, well, you went to Catholic school, so mm-hmm. you had, like, religion class. Mm-hmm. But no, like, extracurricular? Um, well, I know tech was a big thing for you. Right. Youth, right. Youth ministry in the high school, especially But, like, as a, as a little kid. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, the, like... So I was like in the scouts for a while and I did like the religious awards and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I would be the same way because I did. I went to Catholic school mm-hmm. and you just had like your friends and things like that. Back when we had friends. Yeah. Oh, those yeah, were the, I, I grew out of that. Those were the, <laughs> the good old days. <laughs> uh, so Vacation Bible School this year is from June 12th to the 15th, running in the mornings from 9 to 1130 a.m. If your child is age five through incoming fourth graders for next fall, 
they are eligible to participate. We also need lots of students grade five and up all the way through high school just to participate on the team because mm -hmm. as you can imagine with that many kindergartners through fourth mm -hmm. graders, we need just as many bigger bodies to help. Yeah. Or uh, if, you're, uh, if you're if you're if you're a, a grown up and you think, you know what, maybe I can help with that. You know, uh, send, share, uh, send Sarah an email and um, see how we can plug you in. That would be great. It takes a whole church to make Vacation Bible School happen. And uh, if you're interested in being a part of it at any level, you can go to 23.church to find more information. I think there's a lot of kids there. signed up already, so that's exciting. That is. That's wonderful. Um, all right. So this weekend we are working on, well, what I guess working is not the right verb. We are celebrating, honoring, mm -hmm. participating in mm -hmm. the solemnity of the Most Holy so Trinity. Yeah. So just a little liturgical backstory here. So we went through the Easter season. Mm -hmm. Last weekend we culminated with Pentecost. Mm -hmm. Then you think, ah, back to ordinary time. Right. But no, we have two wonderful Sundays. First, this weekend, Trinity Sunday. And then next weekend, Corpus Christi. Yep. And then we get Back into to, the, yeah. the the good old counting down of ordinary time. Right. For the Sundays. Of course we're we are in ordinary time now, but uh, of course we have these two big two big feasts on the first two Sundays afterwards after Pentecost. Which is great. It's kind of a, a nice exit ramp off the Easter season mm -hmm. back into mm -hmm. what becomes the kind of the normal summer rhythm. So this weekend, our gospel reading is not in front of me. Father, what is our gospel reading? This right, it's John chapter 3, uh, verses 16 to 18. So another... A uh, little short one. A little short one. Of course, John three sixteen. everybody knows from you know, football games and stuff. John three sixteen. Mm -hmm. probably the most famous gospel chapter and verse combination. Right, right. God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him might not perish, but might have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him will not be condemned, but whoever does not believe has already been condemned, because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. You know, it's interesting, I guess, when you read this, you're like, so where's the Trinity? <laughs> right i thought i was coming for a trinity sunday yeah yeah but i think it's that those first three lines god so loved because uh, god is a communion of love and that's what we really recall in a special way on this trinity sunday that god is a relationship of of three persons mm. father son and holy spirit and that god as we read elsewhere in scripture god is love and um in order to have love you need you know one who loves, the one who is loved, and then the the love, and so that's one of the, the images of the Trinity, which we know is is hard sometimes to to wrap our our mind around, and so that's one of those ways we can we can think of that as um, you know the lover, the beloved, and the and the love, um, the love itself, and that's the that's our God, and so we celebrate today kind of the essence of who God is. So the lover. God, the Father, the Father, mm -hmm. the Beloved, the Son, mm -hmm. and love itself, the Spirit. Right, the love that they share. So strong, of course, because it's from God, and so complete that it forms a third person. That's great. You say it with such authority. I love it. Well, it's funny because, um, I mean, you always kind of hear 
maybe you don't, but Trinity Sunday is kind of like known as like the preacher's nightmare. Oh yeah, we've talked. Yeah, you've heard like pre like well schedule vacations around it. You know, I've heard. I don't know if that's just like <laughs> legend, like some kind of uh, I don't know legend that's not really true. But um, coincidentally, Father Jeff's out of town this weekend. Right. No. <laughs> um. But I think it's a great time to talk about, uh, yeah, the very nature of God. And it's tricky because, I mean, like the readings aren't aren't super obvious. But that's the, the nature of God that existed before all time, kind of like with Pentecost last week. We were talking about, you know, the Holy Spirit's been active more than just on Pentecost Sunday. Sure. You know, or Easter Sunday when Jesus breathed them out. So, you know, God has always, um, of course, always existed mm-hmm. and always existed in this in this trinity of persons because god is love and so you need those three elements or you know aspects you know in order for love to be love well i think and i really i meant that as a positive that you say it with such authority because i think we can go on either end of the spectrum when it comes to the message this sunday you can go with you know a complete you know trying to explain it to the point of not being able to explain it right or you could do the other end of the spectrum and say, well, we really can't understand it. Therefore, right. let us just reflect on the mystery that it is. Mm-hmm. But Which is like nothing ends up happening. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. So it, I think in the middle somewhere is, well, there there is a great mystery, but there's also a strong evidence yeah. for an intellectual side to our faith, right? So even if we can't fully comprehend it, it doesn't mean that it's not necessarily true. And I think that's that's a good reminder of what do we mean by mystery in the when we talk about, you know, mysteries of faith or in the church. It's not well, we just can't know anything about it, you know. Um we can't know everything about it, yeah. you know, um in the complete understanding and wrap our mind around it completely because then it wouldn't be of God. You know, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be sort of beyond us. And so right, so we the mysteries are of our faith are things we can know some things about um, and even learn more and more about as we go through our life, but are never going to be able to completely sort of come to the full grasping of it, you know, the side of heaven. Well, I think even in this gospel reading from John this week, you know, that opening line that we were talking about, John three sixteen, God so loved the world that he gave his only son, so that everyone who believes in him hmm. might not perish. It doesn't say so that everyone who completely understands right. or everyone who completely, um, enter another word that would be like besides faith or belief, right? The fact that belief takes a, an idea and a will to put your trust into something that you don't fully understand. Right. And we see this love that God is, um, in some ways, made tangible, uh, in a lot of in some ways, uh, in the greatest way, yeah. made tangible through... This just, is safe space. No judgments that's here. That's right. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure there's some out there, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> through Jesus, you know, that, you know, the second person of the Holy Trinity, you know, took on our, our human nature uh, and then, you know, suffered, died, rose, ascended for us so that we might have eternal life and yeah. might not no final death. And so we see in Jesus's offering himself for us in love, uh, this very tangible manifestation, example of that love that God is, that agape love, that, that self-offering love for the good of another. You know, I was listening to a 
podcast uh, yesterday while I was doing some yard work. And the host had recently just lost a very close friend. And this is generally like a very funny podcast, but they got pretty serious for a second talking about like just loss and death and, and things like that. And they were talking about, you know, this it's such a great reminder when we lose somebody that's close to us that we are here on earth for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. Like we think, Oh, the whole world. Yeah. I've got my whole life ahead of me, but like in the broad scheme of things, like we are very small molecules in a very large universe here for a very short amount of time. And then in context of Jesus, like we think about Jesus being this historical figure that was here so long ago in the context of creation, he was here like an hour ago, no, you know, like he was just here. So to, to you and I, it feels like it was forever ago. But I think sometimes we look at, again, back to the gospel. God so loved the world that he gave his only son, parentheses, 2000 years ago. But it was like just yesterday, like God loved us so much that he sent Jesus just just now. Right. And it still infiltrates our very being, our very lives today. Well, that's actually what we what we enter into every time we go to Mass. You know, it takes us back to uh, the foot of the cross when Jesus gave everything over for us. So that um, it's it is present to us now. You know, two thousand years later, you yeah. know, uh, his his complete giving of himself and love for us. And then, what does that mean? You know, for us then in our own lives mm-hmm. to have communion with that self giving love, and it reminds us too that. Um, as we read in Genesis, we're made in the image and likeness of God, and God is love, um, and we're made in the image and likeness of this self-giving love that God is. And so then our, our mission, I guess, you know, is to is to live that out mm-hmm. and to um, be that example of that um, self-giving love of Christ. Yeah. When we were baptized, right, we're baptized in the name of the Trinity— so even at the very beginning of our sacramental life as Christians, mm-hmm. we are called into this relationship of perfect love. Yeah, and even I was thinking of, right, as you were mentioning earlier about in the grand sort of scheme of time and, and space and everything, how how our individual lives are really just sort of nothing. But yet, the God of it all like looks upon each and every one of us with such complete love yeah. that it's just amazing to to ponder that yeah. um and it is unbelievable in some ways um but that's just the it's who god is uh and who who he claims us to be through that adoption through our baptism mm-hmm. that we're beloved daughters and sons of the god of the universe mm. um yeah just amazing so last week we talked quite a bit about you know the role of the holy spirit We've been spending some time here on, obviously, the role of Jesus, the Son. But we shouldn't also discount the role of God as Father right? either. Um, and I know for some people, the word Father isn't necessarily a positive thing in their lives. Sure. But, you know, a parental figure that loves unconditionally is something that we all desire in our lives, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um and so something that we can continually enter into relationship with. Right. Yeah. And the fact that God is his father also speaks to that act of creation. Um, and that we're also called to 
to participate in um, just by, I guess in so many ways, you know, with making his love bear in the world uh, and being sort of that unconditional person of love for, for other people, mm. you know, especially the people like in our family, you know, and even our family is sort of like, it's a little um, reflection of the Trinity as well, because we talked earlier about, you know, that, that mutual love between the two is so strong that it forms a third person. Yeah. You know, it's sort of like, you know, man and woman come together, you know, husband and wife, and that love is so strong that it creates a third person. Sure. Maybe a fourth or a fifth. Fifth or a sixth <laughs> or a seventh. You know, but, but I think it's important to, to see, and even in, we talk about, you know, we use these these familial terms, father, son, that God is a family of love, and that, that our families, that the nuclear family, you know, so to speak, is a, is a reflection of, of who God is. Sure. Even in the second reading this week, you alluded to the end of it er- earlier uh, from St. Paul's letter to the Corinthians. It's almost like a little reminder of how to live out as as family, as uh, church family, brothers and sisters rejoice, mend your ways, encourage one another, agree with one another, mm-hmm. live in peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the holy ones greet you. Are we going to be kissing everyone this weekend, Father? Um, I'll let you do that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm busy. I'm, yeah, I'll be at the piano. Playing the piano. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. No, so, so no kiss zone. Oh, actually, your hands will be tied up, so (laughs) you're sort of of free game. Sorry, there's a barrier, a barrier around around it. Um, These are these are great words to live by, though, and maybe really a um, a great reminder of how the Trinity, Father, Son, and Spirit can move within us in our communities, in our families, in our relationships, in our workplaces, whatever it may be. Um, For me the two that are sticking out to me right now are encourage one another Mm -hmm. and live in peace. Because I think a lot of times we do not live in a world where we encourage one another. We just compete with one another and tear each other down. (laughs) Right? Like, well, that person can't get ahead of me. I'm going to say something to make them so that I can get a step ahead of them rather than like rallying for them. Right? Like, yeah, you can do that. I don't even care if this is competition or not. Like, because you are my brother, you are my sister, I'm encouraging you because I care about you and because I love you. And it also, I think, speaks to that that parental you know role that you mentioned earlier, talking about God as, as Father. You know that um, parents right have to do that a lot. They bring that encouragement, um, which also can sometimes include challenge and correction and all that. But it's that's that encouragement to yeah. really become, I guess, the best version of themselves. Mm-hmm. Agree with one another. There's a lot of disagreements nowadays. Mm-hmm. I think there's always been a lot of disagreements. Maybe it just feels louder now because everybody has a touchscreen soapbox that they get to preach from. Um, but we could use more agreement than disagreement. Living in peace, mm-hmm. you know, look at the world, look at the, you know, you could take this on a global scale. You could take this even just on a household scale yeah. or a workplace scale. Um, but I think we could all definitely use a little more peace in our lives. For sure. For sure. It says, and then the God of love and peace will be with you. Um, it, 
So it reminds me too of St. John where he says, those who live in love live in God. You know, so it's just this continual exchange of we're not living in peace, you know, in love so as to earn God's love and peace, but the fact that God's love and peace will, will be with us enables us to then live that out, mm-hmm. uh, or should. Well, and it's also there to sustain us and give us strength, right? Um, that we are back to baptism again, back to the sacraments. We are given strength and gifts and wisdom and lots of things through the sacraments to sustain us and to help us uh, live these things out in the world. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, what do you say we take? This is, there's a lot to pray for. Yeah. Mostly the kissing part, but I'm going to go with peace. All right. All right. That's probably fair. <laughs> go ahead. In the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, mighty God, we um, praise you for who you are and for making us in your image and likeness. As we look to live that image and likeness out, help ourselves to um, pour ourselves out in love for one another in a special way. Um, Lord, we um, we pray your peace upon us, and that we can then um, reflect and and filter or pour out that peace to those around us a peace um, which is just that recognition of the goodness of every person uh, who is also made in your image and likeness who you love who you came uh, to save who you came to bring to life Um, so give us the grace to uh, live your life in the world even uh, especially when it is uh, difficult that we can be caught up in the grace and love and fellowship that that you are God, we love you. We thank you for your love for us. Sustain us to stay in each day in that love in the Holy Spirit and through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I thought maybe we'd end that one with a kiss, but that's fine. Maybe next time. I mean, there's a desk between us, so just a little, you know, on the cheek or something. Okay. Well, I guess that's the end of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great week, everybody. God bless y'all.